Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Little raindrops keep falling on your head. Hey, it's an appropriate song for a climate change segment. (laughs) So the Biden administration is having a difficult time advancing or rather forcing its radical climate agenda through Congress. So it's now turning to imposition through regulatory bodies the latest of which is being the Security and Exchange Commission. The SEC has issued a new proposal that would require publicly traded companies to disclose climate-related information to shareholders, a move that violates the original intent of the SEC and grossly exceeds its legal authority. Joining us now to explain whether or not this is even legal is Steve Malloy, He is a former Trump EPA transition team member and founder of JunkScience.com. Steve, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Hey, John. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Uh, Steve, you wrote uh, an op-ed earlier this uh, week, and and I read it. It's a great article, by the way. And in it, you said that this new costly and burdensome regulation would do nothing to affect the climate and is simply another means for the Biden administration to force corporations to adopt their radical climate agenda. Uh, I completely agree with you. They, they Clearly, they're not getting anything passed through Congress, thanks in primarily due to the Senate. Uh, is this even legal, though? Well, not really. <laughs> but that's never stopped, uh, you know, that doesn't necessarily stop Democrats. Uh, so the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission is empowered to regulate financial disclosures from companies, and under the law, 
uh, companies are required to disclose material information to shareholders, and material is a very special word in securities law. Uh, just basically it means that information that, shareholder, that the average investor would find important in making an investment decision. Uh, and so, so it, 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 you know, I also use the word important. So this, you know, important information must be disclosed. Uh, and the SEC cannot make you – the SEC can make companies disclose material or important information, but they cannot force companies to disclose unimportant or immaterial information. Well, well who defines that, though? I mean, who, who defines what's, imperi- what's material and what's important? Well, uh, you know, one of the best ways to define it is if, uh, you know, a company fails to disclose something that was material, then they can get sued. <laughs> and then we can decide this on a case-by-case basis. But, you know, after 90 years of securities uh, regulation, we have a pretty good idea of uh, what is immaterial and what is not. Anyway, the SEC proposal sort of, you know, on its own dispenses with this requirement of materiality when it comes to climate. And it has a set bunch of disclosures you're supposed to make, for example, emissions. Um, and, uh, you know, regardless of whether that is really material to your business, you need to disclose it. So, you know, for example, um, you know, uh, emissions by an oil company are, you know, more significant than by, say, an accounting firm, but (laughs) both firms would have to disclose their emissions, even though the accounting firm obviously doesn't make any, you know, is not material. But how does an accounting firm even figure that out? I mean... We're, you know, for example, you know, uh, our radio station here. How do we even figure out what our emissions are? Well, unless you guys are, if you guys are public, you only have to do this if you're publicly owned. Although there is a movement to expand this to corporations, not just publicly owned corporations. But what you would do, and the SEC points this out, you can hire basically a climate accountant. Because (laughs) not only do you have to do this, make these disclosures, but your disclosures have to be attested to by a certified climate accountant. Who wow. are these people? Well, we don't know because they don't really exist. <laughs> this, is, I mean, it just seems like this is a whole a con game to just enrich, you know, the, the wackadoodles on the on the left. Yeah. All part of this move. I, I mean, I'm I'm waiting for Al Gore to say, oh, by the way, I have a climate consulting firm. Feel free to hire my firm. You know what I mean? It just seems like. It, it it's awfully convenient, and well, I read. Well, funny you should say that because <laughs> Mike Mike Bloomberg, oh. uh, you know, the owner of Bloomberg News and a climate activist himself, has set up this thing called uh, the Climate Disclosure Forum, and of course he wants this to be the standard for these climate accounting firms. And one of the people on his board is Al Gore's business partner, a guy named David Blood. I'm sure that's purely so, coincidental, though. I'm I, sure. I, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I, I even read in this thing, in this SEC, that they're, the rule that they're considering, that a company may even have to disclose its customers' emissions if they're deemed yes. material. I mean, how is that not a violation of the privacy arrangement between the company and their customers? Well, what they're getting at, I think, what they're trying to get at is oil companies. You know, oil companies obviously have, they may have a lot of emissions, but they have even more emissions in the products they sell that their consumers use. So they want to use this to, you know, humiliate and pressure oil companies and coal companies and utilities. Uh, you know, the whole, the whole rule is really, it's not designed 
to save the planet. It's designed to save the climate agenda, which is basically dead. And the way it, it um, plans to do that is by making all these companies make them make these statements about climate, which then the SEC and climate activists can enforce in court. Right. Well, they want to shame them. They want to, and they also want this doom and gloom, you know, the sky is falling statistics that they can then point to yeah. and, and well, justify think, their agenda. Yeah, I think that they would also like to get some of these people criminally and civilly charged and make examples out of them and get them to fall in line. We're, we're talking with Steve Malloy, founder of, of JunkScience.com. One overriding point in all of this that is clearly lost is the reality that the entire United States is responsible for, last time I, I saw it was only about 14% of global emissions. Yeah. So even if the entire U.S. stopped emitting today, 86% of global emissions would still occur, right, Steve? So this is pointless in doing all this right. stuff. And, well, yeah. So, and, you know, U.S. is at 14% and declining as a percentage of global emissions because the rest of the world is burning more and more fossil fuels like there's no tomorrow, especially China and India, Russia, Mexico, uh, Africa is going to come online. So the U.S. is becoming an ever smaller portion. And then when you think about, okay, so even the U.S., and it's pretty simple math, as you sort of pointed out, you know, 86% of emissions are still going to happen. Obviously, that's not going to make any difference to climate or weather or anything like that. Um, so then we get down to the individual corporate level, which, you know, are even smaller portions of global emissions and so are ir even more irrelevant. And so this, this rule has, is gonna ha can have no effect or will have no effect. Right. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it's being, you know, companies are being forced to do this so they can be set up for future punishment by activists and the government. You know, the thing that gets me in all of this, Steve, is it just seems like Biden or or those pulling his strings rather seem to be just obsessed with their agenda. I mean, he he's just announced billions in new funding, uh, twelve billion for the EPA, and now House Democrats yeah. are are calling to restart climate negotiations. Uh, you know, are they just basically determined to destroy our economy? And they've already killed the Keystone Pipeline. They're already driving gas prices. In California, it's upwards of seven bucks a gallon. Yeah. Uh, do they just well, want yeah. to see everything I mean, fail? Yeah. So the short answer is yes. And you can see this in the approach to gas prices. You know, so we have this gas crunch now that Biden started uh, when no, he became president. Steve, Steve, war and false, yeah. it, it's Putin's fault. It's not Biden. Oh, it's sorry. Putin's fault. Yeah. Well, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Biden caused the first dollar you know, on all on his own by, you know, ending the Trump policy of energy, American energy dominance. And then, uh, you know, so then Putin invades Ukraine. And I will, you know, argue that uh, he did that in, in, in part because Biden is so weak in right. the Afghanistan debacle. So so I lay this really at all at the steps of Biden. But anyway, so you would think, you know, a normal president faced with high gas prices and, and his citizens, you know, being uh, tortured with high gas prices, he would do everything he could to lower gas prices, and Biden says he is. But in fact, he's doing quite the opposite. He's really doing nothing. Um, you know, at, for, for a long time after this crisis, he had a, a freeze on uh, new oil and gas leasing on federal lands. Uh, you know, he, he claims to be doing yeoman's work by releasing oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Of course, it's, uh, you know, a very little bit of oil doesn't affect oil prices at all. 
um, you know, he, he really is doing nothing to, to lower gas prices. What he is trying to do is advance his climate agenda. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Fortunately, you know, there's a block in the Senate right now. Hopefully after November, that block just grows. Steve, yeah. I appreciate you, brother. It's always insightful having you on the show. If folks are interested, they can visit junkscience.com, correct? Yes, and you can also get me at Twitter, at Junk Science. I appreciate you, brother, as always. Thanks again for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, my friend. Thank you. We'll be taking your calls at 745, and coming up after the break, we'll talk about how Kansas parents can see the letter grades for every public and private school that takes the state assessment scores with Dave Traubert from the Kansas Policy Institute. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.